Can you become addicted to a person? That's what we're talking about today at queenbeing.com. Let's get started. My name is Angie Atkinson and on this channel I offer free daily video coaching to help you discover, understand, and overcome narcissistic abuse and toxic relationships. I like to call it toxic relationship rehab. So if that sounds good to you, hit that subscribe button and let's just get going. Even in healthy relationships, when you first fall in love, you might find yourself kind of feeling very ecstatic and excited and hyped up, right? It's a lot like taking a drug, isn't it? When you first start using drugs or drinking alcohol, you get that elated feeling, you feel all with it. You're like, where has this been all my life? Well, the same kind of thing happens in a relationship. And at the beginning, whether it's healthy or not, you will find yourself feeling just like that. But then what happens is that as the thrill of the newness wears off, you start to think you need the other person just to breathe, just to survive. It becomes a psychological dependence. We can literally become addicted to a person just like we can become addicted to food, alcohol, or drugs. What it all boils down to is that it's sort of a way of letting go of our personal responsibility for our own feelings. It's almost a way that we kind of abandon ourselves a little bit as individuals. Well, here's the thing. There's science to this. There's an actual scientific reason that this happens. So the first thing I want to talk about is how is it that addiction changes your brain? Because that's what happens here. So take a look. So how exactly does addiction change our brain? Well, our human brains are very complicated and they're wired in such a way that we are rewarded when we do something that feels good. Whether we exercise or we eat something that tastes good or we do other pleasurable types of things that are directly linked to our health and our survival trigger, when those things happen, well, our brain releases a neurotransmitter that's called dopamine. This not only makes us feel great, but it kind of helps us keep going forward and doing what we're doing. So it teaches us to keep doing that behavior. Now here's the bad part of this whole deal. Drugs, alcohol, toxic relationships, they trigger that same part of the brain, the reward system, but they do it to a more extreme extent, which causes our brains to almost literally be rewired in some really negative ways. So for example, if you take a drug, well then your brain is going to release a lot of dopamine, a lot more than would be released otherwise. If you say did a workout or some other natural pleasurable type behavior, your brain's going to then overreact. It's going to reduce the dopamine production in order to sort of normalize these big sky high jumps that the drugs have created. And this, my friend, is exactly how the cycle of addiction begins. So essentially all of this happens and you kind of lose yourself. So what does this look like from a practical standpoint? Well, a lot of different little things are going to happen. Like for example, you might not feel normal unless you're with your partner. You might beg your partner to come hang out with you when they're doing something else, or you might feel really compelled to go visit them when you're not expected to. Or maybe if you're going out with all your friends, you drag your partner along, even though everybody else is like, come on, this is a guy's night only or a girl's night only. But what ends up happening is that you become miserable in the process. And that's one of the things about addiction that's interesting is that it's not really about enjoying something. It's about not being able to stop 
doing something or someone. And that might also show up in the form of making rules about not seeing your partner or seeing your partner and then compulsively breaking those rules. So for example, you might think to yourself, tonight's gonna be a friends only night, no spouses, no husbands or wives or whatever. And then everybody gets together and then at the very last second, oh, here's my person. My person decided to come along. They couldn't be alone tonight or whatever. Or maybe if you're new in a relationship, you say to yourself, I'm not going to do the booty call thing. You know, we're all going to go out with our friends separately and then I'm going to go home and I'm going to go to sleep by myself. And before you know it, it's 3 a.m. and you're texting, what you doing? Maybe you spend money on that person that you can't afford to spend or you find it just really hard to be without that person. Maybe you're scared to be alone or you just feel empty and confused when you're not together. Maybe you need that person's approval to just get through the day. Or maybe you are always panicking at the thought of losing that person or having lost that person. And it's not just a little bit of jealousy, it's actual fear. It keeps you up at night kind of fear. Maybe you're picking fights just to get their attention. You know, I wrote a book called Your Love Is My Drug and there was a scientific basis for that. Maybe that person's love is your drug. Maybe your partner decides to go away on a weekend with friends, all girls or all guys, whatever, and you're not invited and you think that you've done something wrong and that they're punishing you for this. Maybe you're not doing your daily things that you need to do like laundry, pay your bills, take care of all the things because you're so busy being in love with this person or missing this person. Maybe you only feel alive when this person is around or maybe you don't get anything done at work because this person is always on your mind. Maybe you feel like your life just has no meaning unless that person's around. Does any of this ring true for you? Well, there's a really good reason for it, so take a look. Studies tell us that using drugs regularly can really limit your ability to feel any pleasure. And we know the same is true for being in a relationship with a narcissist or another type of toxic person. So over time, the drug use and or the toxic person and their abuse will lead us to produce much smaller releases of that feel-good chemical, dopamine. Well, of course, that means that our reward center in our brain becomes far less receptive to feeling anything good, any kind of pleasure, enjoyment, anything, whether from drugs or from love or any other everyday source, such as various activities that you used to enjoy or other relationships, things like that. So once your brain has been altered by this abuse, whether it's a physical or emotional or drug abuse, it requires more and more of any sort of stimulation, whether it's drug stimulation or more ups and downs in the relationship in order to function at even a baseline level. Well, that leads us on to feeling withdrawal because when we become physically addicted, physically dependent on a substance or a relationship, well, if we stop dealing with that person or we stop taking that substance because we can no longer stand the abuse or because we're no longer having access to the drug or the person, we find ourselves in withdrawal. And in some cases, when you go into withdrawal, in general, you feel horrible. You feel sad, depressed, out of it, sick even. So how does your brain manage that? Your brain being addicted to anything or anyone causes changes in your behavior. So there are physical measurable areas of your brain that are really critical to judgment, learning, memory, decision-making, and even behavior control. Now, in various studies, scientists have said that these changes literally alter the way your brain works, and this could explain why you are compulsively, destructively drawn to this person. So this relationship is changing the way your brain works, 
It's changing the way your life works. It's taken away your ability to feel true pleasure. What do you think about that? That's seriously something that some people call codependency. I don't love the word, but it's legit. So what is codependency exactly in real life? Well, take a look. The term codependency is really a little overused, right? But actual codependency is a truly unhealthy attachment to someone. It's literally an addiction to another person. While it can happen in almost any relationship, whether we're talking mother-child or best friends or coworkers, it is most common in the partner type of relationship when we're talking about a romantic relationship. In one of these relationships, one of the people, or maybe both of them, will depend on the other person for their own positive emotions. A lot of people who have these types of addictions might not even be aware of it because in healthy relationships, a certain amount of codependency might be okay, might be considered normal. But a lot of people suffer from an addiction to another person that is incredibly unhealthy. Some people say that love in general has the whole addiction aspect. So how do you know if you are in an unhealthy or a healthy relationship? How do you know if you're addicted to your partner in an unhealthy way? Well, ask yourself a few questions. Do you and your partner each have a secure belief in yourself and in your own individual value? Are you both made better by the relationship? So are you feeling stronger, better, more accomplished, more sensitive because of the relationship? Do you value that relationship because you are made better by it? Do you maintain interests outside of your relationship? And do you also maintain meaningful relationships with other individual people outside the relationship? I mean friendships, of course, but in general, or family relationships, things like that. Is your relationship sort of being integrated into your life rather than sort of changing your life completely? Now, obviously, every relationship is going to change your life. But when we're talking about a romantic partner, you're looking for someone who's going to fit into your world, not take over your world. If you're also friends with your partner, that's a really important thing. So ask yourself this question. Would you be friends with this person if you were no longer with this person? If the answer is no, that is obviously a sign that is not good. These questions can help you determine whether or not your relationship is addictive or not. So now that you've seen that, this brings me to the question of the day. And the question of the day is, have you been in one of these relationships? Are you in one of these relationships right now? And what are you going to do about it? If you have been in a relationship that has been codependent or where you felt addicted to someone, how did it play out? What's happening right now in that relationship? And what are you planning to do next? Share your thoughts, your experiences, your ideas in the comment section below and let's talk about it. Now, I'm gonna put a few extra links for you in the cards above and in the description below. So make sure you check those out if you're struggling with codependency or feeling addicted to another person. Now, tomorrow I will come back with another video on how to manage feeling addicted to another person, how you can get through it, how you can get over it. So stay tuned for that. Make sure you hit the subscribe button and the bell notification so you don't miss it. That's all I've got for you right now. As always, thank you so much for being a part of my day and a part of my life. And hey, thanks for letting me be a part of yours. It really does mean a lot to me. I'll see you soon. It's my mission to teach others what I know to be true. You really can create the life you want. Take care of your body. Take care of your soul. Nurture the real you and introduce him or her to the world. Be comfortable in your own skin and in your place in this world. Take your spot. Take it now, and the universe will take its cue from you. You feel me? If so, subscribe to my channel. Let's get it done together.